Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, so I give you news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, long time no talk to. Hey, we got some stuff to talk about today. So, digital ID, when you cannot buy or sell. And the Antichrist wants your money. Why do so many Christians deny the deadly intent behind the globalist agenda? And uh, Biden moves to bind the U.S. to future WHO pandemic policies. Guys, that's a deadly one right there. We'll talk a little bit about that. You know, I've been talking about that for a while now. What does that mean for the United States? Well, I'm telling you, it's probably going to give up our sovereignty. So what does the United States have the rest of the nations and countries do not have? We have a United States Constitution, and uh, Squirt and Murphy are all about it today. They and Squirt is super upset about this uh, this uh, WHO pandemic policy, guys. Ooh, let me tell you, what else we got going on? Social Security is broke, but American taxpayers just gave Ukrainian pensioners a double-digit raise, and my dog is uber upset about that. Can you hear him? Oh my gosh, Squirt is throwing a absolute fit over here. So as American taxpayers paying into Social Security today stare down the barrel towards substantial cuts to their own benefits, estimated to take place in 2034, they can at least take solace in knowing that all categories of Ukrainian pensioners will get a 20% raise in March of 2023. Folks, we're going to get upset about this, angry, and vote these morons out of our um, administration. Goes there, and, and we have paid into this. Like I started working when I was like eleven, way back in the day when you could do that. And um, we've been paying into Social Security for all these years. Do you think I'll ever see my Social Security? Heck, no, no, never gonna see it. They just take money. I look at that; they take more money for my Social Security than they do for my taxes. I'm like, what is going on here? You know, um, what was his name that ran on that platform? Oh man, I loved him. What was his name? He's that black guy. Um, he ran on the platform to give us like straight across the board, 9% taxes, uh, and give us ownership of our own social security. We could invest our own money. That is our money. Hello people. But they just give it out to you. Like, here's your $600 a month. You know, sorry, grandma, that you can't afford your medicine or rent or anything, but here's $600 a month. You know, we know you paid in your entire life, but you know, we're just gonna, this giant Ponzi scheme that we go and we're just gonna, you know, give you a little bit. It's like little flakes to the fish in the fish bowl, you know, absolutely infuriates me. But you know, we as Americans just go along to get along, I guess. And uh, nobody ever does anything. You know, nothing ever happens. Anyway. And that's the American Thinker. Uh, guys, you can go check that out. I'm not going to talk about that too much. Just want to kind of give you guys um, a little heads up on what's going on. And uh, how much they're giving to Ukraine while we in the United States, you know, can't keep our um, elderly folks um, taken care of. You know, they paid in all these years. that fought all these wars. You know, real men that used to go out and really, you know, go out and fight. You know, fight for our freedom. Instead of the people that we have now that so-called Marines going to pull my stress card because I'm so stressed out. God help us in the United States. We have um, just emasculated our men. And that's just pathetic. What I always look around and I check out these dudes and these, you know, these girls and they don't look much different than the guys that they're dating and the guys don't look much look different than the girls that they're with. I'm like, what is going on here? You ask them how to fix a car. They don't even know how to fix a car. They're like, oh, you know, they know nothing. They don't know anything. Um, they can put their hair in a bun. But other than that, they don't know anything else. And it's it's sad. It is sad. You know, I just it just makes me just just. You know, anyway, go look at the different um, commercials for the military. When you go look at um, China's commercials for military for recruiting, you look at Russia's military recruiting, and then look at the United States. My mommies, 
folks, I'm sorry. It just makes me sick. We we don't really have a we don't really have a military anymore because all the ones that could think for themselves, they said uh, they didn't want to take the jab. They're like, well, you're uh, we're kicking you out. We don't want you anymore. So yeah, boom. You uh, we don't need you. We don't need you anymore. We only want those that can't think for themselves that listen. You know, like the Borg. That's what they want. Do as we tell you. Do as we tell you. Don't think for yourself. Kill your mother. Okay. That's what we want. That's what they're <laughs> telling you, folks. You think I'm joking. I'm really not. Anyway, so let's see what else we got going on today. So the there's a video. It's the digital IDs when you cannot buy or sell. And um, guys, this is the new uh, program for Jan Markelter Radio. Um, you can go to olivetreeviews.org, olivetreeviews.org, and you can check that out for yourself. And it's going to be fantastic. It was released today. She's um, She has a Rumble channel. She has a YouTube channel, and of course, she has her radio program, and of course, she has their website, which I just gave you. Go check it out. Uh, you can watch it right here from her website, and I don't know if it'll be on a YouTube or not, because you know how they are, you know how YouTube is, but anyway, I'm sure it will be. Anyway, I'll give you a little preview. So, Jan Markell talks to health expert Twyla Brace for the hour. Bill Gates warns another pandemic is coming, and only vaccination of 100% of the world's population will save us kill us digital ids are on the horizon and will control our lives we may not be able to buy or sell without them what is what is with the untold number of vaccine injured people we conclude that such issues are about to are about control and not health big brother is leading to mr antichrist you got that right Here's another video. The Antichrist wants your money. Of course, in this short video, Dr. Mark Hitchcock considers the coming central bank digital currency and how soon might we see this and how will uh, how will it affect you directly? Is this just an Antichrist system? And of course, you can watch the video below if you go to olivetreeviews.org. But ding, 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 ding. I do a video every week. I'm on my new YouTube channel. And so what's it going to be about this week? I think it's going to be about the Antichrist wants your money. <laughs> we'll talk a little bit more about the whole digital ID, Antichrist. So I'll try to get that put together um, on Sunday. And so I'll get that up for you guys on Sunday. But that's what I'm thinking. So anyway, so and so what are you, why do so many Christians deny the deadly intent behind the globalist agendas by Jonathan Brenner? You can find it at harbingersdaily.com. Let's talk about that article right out the gate, folks. So, um, you know, it baffles me, just absolutely baffles me that Christians are not awake. You know, we're the ones that should be awake and watching. I mean, hello, if you read your Bible, God told us what these days would look like, told us what the signs were going to be, told us the seasons, told us all this stuff, right? But no, you just want to live your best life now and how to have your best marriage and, you know, look at all this going on at Asbury. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's neither here nor there. I will give you my take on that. I did a video on that. A wonderful man, uh, Samuel Say, had wrote a fantastic article about what was going on over there. Where is Christian discernment? Where is where has Christian discernment gone? It's out the window. Nobody, nobody has any discernment. If you say anything against it, oh my God, that's blasphemy of the Holy Ghost. I'm sorry, you can't blaspheme. You know that's that the unforgivable sin. Read your Bible. You can't do that anymore. Jesus is not here. Uh, he is not here right now in physical form like he was then. Read your Bible. People don't understand what that means. They just read the sentence going, oh my gosh. Like, anyway, that's that's biblical illiteracy. That's what we have. Anyway, and if you have any discernment, like, you can't touch God's anointed. I'm like, oh my goodness gracious. Really, folks? Read your Bible. Hello. Get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. Hello. Hello. That's what I say all the time. Anyway, 
Where is discernment? There is no discernment. They think anything and everything is of God. Oh, look, they slapped God on there. So this must be of God. We have women preachers. Oh, my gosh, it's of God. That is not of God. That right there ought to tell you. No, we have the LGBT alphabet soup folks out there um, talking about we're leading worship and we're going to turn this into a progressive university. Blah, blah, blah. How is that of God? That, folks, is not of God. Those are two huge major red flags. Major red flags right there. And so those two right there told me that this is probably not good. Not good. And so am I saying people can't get saved? Absolutely not. God can do whatever God can do and he can bring you to salvation. Doesn't matter. He can preach repentance, preach the gospel. People will be saved. Are they preaching repentance in the gospel at Asbury? No. No. I haven't seen any videos of that. I see videos of people on the floor. I see people of videos singing Hillsong garbage songs. I see all of that stuff, but I do not see the gospel being preached. They say they're preaching it. I have yet to see that. But anyway, this is my take on the whole thing. Um, do we want revival? Absolutely, Christians want revival. It's got to start with you personally first. We want revival. I want people to get saved. I want people to hear the gospel. I want people to repent of their sins. I want them to come to Christ, the one true Christ, not a false Christ. There's a big difference. But guys, you got to have discernment. If you don't have discernment, you're going to fall for anything. Look at Wretched Radio. He did a fantastic thing on this Asbury, uh, quote, revival. Uh, go check out Spencer Smith. He's done a great thing on this quote-unquote Asbury revival. But just because you have some discernment and you want to hold back and see the things that are going on, um, that does not mean um, does not mean that you're a blasphemer, a legalist, a Pharisee, or whatever. No. It means that we are holding to the Word of God like He told us to be. And told us to be a Berean of the Word of God. Told us to be a uh, discerning person. And so anyway, just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> so ex-astrologer warns of divination dangers. And of course, retail collapse. Over 800 big stores set to close due to inflation, crime, and interest rates. And what else? We have the battle to make God gender neutral. That is Todd Strandberg. And Biden's latest whack at the suburbs will change your neighborhood for the worst. Guys, are going to give you a little ching, a little snippet here. So such equity could mean anything from building low-income housing to a drawing, redrawing school district lines for racial or socioeconomic integration, all as assessed by the HUD bureaucracy. But, oh, it says both those concerned about the best routes to upward mobility for the poor and those concerned about administrative state overreach have reasons to be dubious. Guys, you can check that out of Fox News if you want to read a little more about that. But folks, let me tell you something. I live in a very nice apartment complex. You know, I mean, not upperly nice, you know, but we're a very small, complex, tight-knit community. Love it here, right? But next door to us used to be a very nice complex, very nice, you know, whatever. And then a couple of years ago, they integrated HUD into their things, right? And so now we have murders over here next door, gunshots going off, vehicles getting broke into. Uh, they It's so bad over there, they can't even get a police officer to live there for free. So you just have courtesy officers, you know, and uh, and so they'll stay. And so anyway, um, they can't even get that. That's how bad that apartment complex is now. And they live, they're butted up right against us. And so um, you can tell how the hood comes in and just 
demolishes everything that was good. Now, I'm not saying there's some folk on HUD that are great. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, you always need help. And that's a good thing. That's what it's for, to help people who actually need help. Not people who drive brand new vehicles, have phones, you know, worth more than my car. And, um, yeah, they're living freebie. You know, they don't work. They're just sitting out there dealing drugs and, you know, this kind of stuff. So, no, absolutely not. Selling their food stamps that they get, you know, is totally infuriating. That system was designed to help mothers or help families um, like elderly folks that can't help themselves, you know, that are like stuck because, you know, they paid in all these years to um, uh, their Social Security and now they can't get anything out of it. Oh, here's $600. We're going to give you, oh, we're going to give you a $10 raise. Aren't you so excited? Yeah. Cost of living is outrageous. Bills are outrageous. They can't, but can they get on HUD? No. No, here's a waiting list, Grandma. You're going to have to wait, Grandma. So it just ticks me off, folks. It absolutely ticks me off. But anyway, that's what HUD is designed to help for. Not people who are too freaking lazy to get off their butts and go get a job. That's not what HUD is for. But that's what it's used for. You know, I see it every day, folks. So it kind of uh, upsets me a little bit. It should upset you, too. That's our money. That's our taxpayers' money. It should be going to people who need the help, not for people uh, who are too lazy to get up and go work. Just saying. Or they want to deal drugs or they want to shoot their guns off or like, you know, this is absolutely crazy. I see it on a daily basis. Anyway, I saw what it's done to this neighborhood over here. It's terrible. Anyway, but you can read the article or you can watch that at foxnews.com. So, and we got the battle to make God gender neutral. Because I'm sure the writers of the four Gospels and Paul the Apostle would be very surprised to find that 2,000 years later, a church body decided that God's gender was wrong all this time. With the church age rapidly coming to a close, the leaders of the Church of England will soon find themselves face-to-face with a being that reflects his image as he originally intended. You got that right, folks. And they'll be surprised about that. You can find that at raptureready.com. Raptureready.com. Nearing midnight. We will talk a little bit about that. And I'm going to scroll down here because RR7 is Todd Strandberg. Yes, you have to scroll to the bottom to give them credit. But we'll talk about that uh, here shortly. All right. All right. So let's talk about nearing midnight. This was posted on the 20th of February. Uh, and of course, it's by Todd Strandberg. We're going to see the battle to make God gender neutral. So let's talk about that. So the Church of England is a shell of itself. England was once the most Christian nation on earth. Today, 80% of the youth have no connection to any religion. Many churches that once were full of worshipers are now museums. The U.S. is a few decades behind England, but we are rapidly catching up to the U.K.'s sad state. For decades, the gender of God has prompted debate within the church, with many calling for male pronouns he and him, as well as a reference to our father, uh, to be scrapped in favor of either gender neutral or female alternatives. If labeling, labeling God as a male is bad, it doesn't make sense to give him a female name. So having no interest in preaching the message of salvation in Jesus Christ, the Church of England thinks some of its problems are the result of Bible's lack of inclusive language. It is absolutely absurd to say a God that refers to himself as our Father and we are his children is lacking in inclusive language. It is clearly an attack on the male reverence to our Creator by reducing him to the it God, quote unquote. The move has been criticized by conservatives who have warned that male and female imagery is not interchangeable. However, liberal Christians have welcomed it, claiming that a, quote, theological misreading of God as exclusively male is a driver of much continuing discrimination and sexism against women, unquote. The reverend 
air quotes here, Joanna Stobert from the Diocese of Bath and Wells, as that steps were being taken to offer congregates alternatives to referring to God with male pronouns. And if there was any update to develop more inclusive language in our authorized liturgy, end quote. She also asked bishops to provide more options for those who wish to use authorized liturgy and speak of God in a non-gendered way, particularly in authorized absolutions, where many of the prayers offered uh, for use uh, refer to God's using or um, refer to God using a male pronouns. Unquote. The Bible uses feminine imagery and metaphors of God, but primarily identifies God using masculine pronouns, names, and imagery. Male and female imagery is not interchangeable. The fact that God is called Father can be substituted for Mother without changing meaning, nor can it be gender neutralized to parent without loss of meaning. Fathers and mothers are not interchangeable, but relate to their offspring in different ways. Show me a church that refers to God as a woman, and I'll show you a church that is overrun with homosexuality, that sides with the less political agenda, and believes environmentalism is a way to achieve your eternal salvation. It also has no impact on the world around it. The church used a used to be a beacon of light to the lost. Now, they just reflect the religious fads and trends of the day. Changing the gender of God in the Bible is an admission that that the word of God is full of errors. Scripture contains approximately 170 references to God as the Father. By necessity, the one or by necessity, one cannot be a father unless one is male. The New Testament epistles from Acts to Revelation also contain nearly 900 verses where the word theos, a masculine noun in the Greek, is used to and used in direct reference to God. It is blasphemy on the highest level for the Church of England's general. Sinai and the Archbishop's Council to think that they can simply vote to change the Holy Word of God. The Bible itself warns that you can't make edits to the Word of God. And if you do, you're on your way to hell. And folks, I quote that a lot. That's Revelation 22, verses 18 and 19. If you take away from the Word of God, if you add to the Word of God, you know. So it goes on to say, I'm sure the writers of the four Gospels and Paul the Apostle would be very surprised to find that 2,000 years later, a church body decided that God's gender was wrong all this time. With the church age rapidly coming to a close, the leaders of the Church of England will soon find themselves face to face with a, or face to face, with a being that reflects his image as he originally intended. Genesis chapters 1 verses 26 and 27 says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and of the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he Created them, folks. That's Todd Strandberg. You can find it out at the RaptureReady.com nearing midnight. You can see how much closer we are getting uh, to the end of the age now. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. So why do so many Christians deny the deadly intent behind the globalist agenda? Jonathan Brenner, you can catch it at HarbingersDaily.com. This was posted way, way back on November the 15th of 2022. So, evil people have always conspired against the righteous. We see this in the words of David in Psalm 37, 12, written 3,000 years ago. The wicked plotteth against the just and gnashes upon him with his teeth. He goes on to say, uh, why then do the majority of people doubt that this happened today? Why do so many believers deny that there's a deadly intent in the agenda of the globalists? One possible answer to the above question is that many regard the warnings of that here, the warnings they hear as, quote, conspiracy theories, unquote. 
This has become a popular yet convenient way for people to disregard the threats uh, to their well-being and continue with life as they don't know and as, as though they don't really exist, he says. However, what if the items that most people regard as conspiracy theories are actually spoiler alert for what lies ahead? What if they are like a lighthouse illuminating the clear and present dangers of our day? Long, long ago, IBM aired commercials under the banner of You Make the Call. Viewers watched short video clips of players from the NFL football games, after which an announcer asked what, what call they would make if they were the referee. Was it a penalty? Was it a fumble? Did the receiver catch the ball inbounds? Was it a touchdown? As you go through the list below, I invite you, he says, to also make the call. Do these things result from the perspective of a conspiracy nut given to baseless doomsday scenarios? Or are they valid portrayals of events that signal the nearness of the seven-year tribulation? Number one, catastrophic worldwide food shortages during 2023. I often read warnings of catastrophic food shortages for 2023. Back in June of 22, uh, he says he wrote, Is America on the cusp of a food catastrophe? <laughs> I actually read that article on my program anyway in it he goes he provided much supporting evidence for this from a variety of uh, sources he goes he wrote that article both the world health organization and the un have come out with warnings of their own concerning dire food shortages for 2023 and he says since he wrote that so he goes you know i've been telling you guys for years you know you already, i get you some food you better get you some food you know i've been saying that for a long time you better get you some food anyway <laughs> anyway so this coming time a worldwide famine aligns closely with bible prophecy for the time of the tribulation folks matthew 24 verse 7 revelation chapter 6 verse 6 Ding, 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 ding. Get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you, and you're going to know. Anyway, so these forecasts of drastic shortages of food are what the Bible says we should expect in the last days leading up to the day of the Lord. Guys, we see this happening. I'm telling you, God is like sounding the gong. Ding, 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 ding. This is what's going on. He's about to take us home. Anyway, do you agree that there's much evidence supporting this? Yes. Yes, I sure do. I completely agree with you there, uh, Mr. Jonathan Brentner. Number two, diesel fuel shortages. There's considerable talk about impending diesel fuel shortages in the U.S. Is this also just a conspiracy theory? He doesn't think so. I don't either. A recent Reuters news story um, out of London column, U.S. diesel shortage increasingly likely until economy slows, says that yes, diesel fuel shortages pose a real threat to the American economy. The story states that the only remedy for this crisis is a dramatic slowing of the economy, such as a deep recession or depression, so that the demand for fuel lessens. Guys, remember the depression? Remember what your grandmas used to tell you about way back in the day and how they ate uh, dandelions and that kind of stuff? You better get you some books, folks. And I'm not talking about going to the internet, downloading some, you know, stuff like, you know, whatever happens, I'll have it. Folks, if an EMP attack hits, you're not going to have your internet. You're not going to have your, um, all of your electronic devices will be, like, gone. You're not going to be able to use any of them. They'll be fried. Nothing left. So, pen and paper. Get you some books. You know, you gotta, you know like my Bible here. You got you to gotta flip that page. You hear, you hear that? You're flipping the page. That's what I'm talking about. Get you some old-timey fashioned books. Okay? Because those will withstand any MP tech. And I don't know if you guys, you know, because I read in the Bible a lot. Remember when he says there's going to be horses and bucklers and shields and like all this stuff. And I'm thinking, huh, we have all these like tanks and planes. And But if an EMP attack happens, you're not going to have tanks and planes and jets. And you'll have horses and bucklers and shields and swords. Hmm. Anyway, just some to, to chew on there. Eh, 
anyway. <laughs> so anyway, if these uh, shortages continue to get worse, they will drive up the prices of everything in short term and lead to panic buying. So let me go back up to this other article. This is November the 5th, the 2022 Newsweek article also warned of the critical diesel shortages um, in America. The title itself, diesel shortage will hit these seven states the hardest reveals that these warnings are not just the doomsday scenario uh, scenarios of those with tinfoil hats, but rather point to a legitimate and looming crisis. Folks, just because you don't see it happening now does not mean it is not coming. Look how fast everything hits. Like, look, like the elitists say it, boom, it happens. So how, you know, they can manufacture anything. Look at the plants that they're, like, they're going after. They're on the state of Ohio. ConAgra has a lot of plants in Ohio. And where does ConAgra supply? That's the great value. Walmart brand. Look at where these plants are going. Look at where these chemical attacks are happening. And so, folks, I implore you to look at your labels. Find out where things are manufactured at before you buy them. Because now, Ohio, the air, the ground, the water is all contaminated. Whether the, the mainstream media wants to tell you that or not. And ironically, there was an airplane carrying seven toxicologists, I believe what they're called, seven, that were going to test the air, water, and uh, soil samples. And what they crashed. All of them died. Hmm. How Clinton convenient. I'm sorry, did I say Clinton? <laughs> How convenient. It was like he, he committed suicide by shooting himself in the back of his head while he was tied execution style. Yeah, that's the Clintons, folks. That's the government. That's it's it's on evil on a scale that I I just can't tell you guys anymore. To me, it's so far fetched in my mind that it's like science fiction. And to me it's so hard to actually comprehend the evil that is happening in this world. But we can't just like forget about it and act like it's not happening. Folks, it's happening. You need to be aware of what's going on. You need to be aware of what's in these jabs. People are dropping dead. They're like, just, there's no way to hide it. Go to getalifemedia.com. Go to getalifemedia.com and download. If you want to buy it, you sure can. It's um, the study about Klaus Schwab. And folks, it is, uh, Billy Crone is fantastic. Pastor Billy is amazing. I'm a member of their online church. I love them. I love Gina. If you're listening there in the office, I love all of them. And of course, Pastor Bobby, you guys are fantastic. I love all of you. And I love the congregation like they're my family. Um, we all need to be praying for one another, especially in this, especially in these dark, evil times. But folks, go to Good Life Media. If you want to, you can download the Vimeo. I'm going to go there right now. GoodLifeMedia.com. GoodLifeMedia.com. Anyway, um, so you can go to watch a video or you can go to the online catalog. And so, but if you scroll over here, I believe he's got it up here. Let me double check here. Do, 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 do. Playing nice music in the background. No. Um, so, <laughs> I'm checking on here. So, those are the inner. He used to have them on the side here the, of the big main documentaries. But he does. Okay, so. This is, okay, here, it's right on the front page. It goes, Klaus Schwab, the Third Reich, Schwab, the Third Reich, uh, and the COVID-19 Holocaust. You can get the four-disc uh, DVD set for $29.99. You can get the USB flash drive for 29 bucks. You can get the book, guys, for $19, or the DVD book combo for 45 or you can stream it, download it, you guys, for $19.99. And so I'm going to go to Vimeo, and I'm going to stream it, download it for $19.99, you guys. And then 
because I'll tell you the wonderful thing. Let me tell you the wonderful thing about Pastor Billy. And he's such a man of God. And um, he was delivered out of Satanism. You ought to hear his testimony. Wow. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so um, I, I, wanted, I wanted to um, throw this up there. So um, the deal is, so people think, oh my gosh, just whatever. But no, he doesn't care. You buy it. You make as many copies as you can. As many copies as you can. And then boom. That's, I mean, that's what I'm talking about. He doesn't care. He doesn't care what you do with it. He goes, he goes, make copies, uh, throw it up there, put it on YouTube. I don't care. He goes, I didn't copyright his, his, his material. And what a wonderful man of God that is. And I'm going to show you guys. We got it right here. So uh, you can get the entire, like, and I may just do this. It's all access annual plan for 69 bucks. And I may just do that to you guys so that I can get you all this information. Okay. I, I really want to do that. Uh, the Beyond COVID purchase, uh, you can get the Beyond COVID uh, for a one-time price of $19.99. And you can I can download it as many times as I want to uh, for three months. I can actually save it. He doesn't care. And um, so it's going to talk all about the COVID-19 and everything, all the research. And, of course, Klaus Schwab, uh, you can get that for $19.99 and stream or download uh, for three months. And, um, you know, I can actually download it and then upload it to you guys, whatever um, you guys want me to do. Uh, let me know what you guys would like me to do because I, I, I'm going to go ahead and probably just do the $69 because I love Pastor Billy Crone and I want to do whatever I can um uh, to help his ministry. I absolutely love him. And so if you get the all access plan, it all includes guys, check this out. If you're listening, get the Klaus Schwab, WF and the coming Mark of the Beast. There's 12 episodes into that. And Klaus Schwab, the third right COVID-19 Holocaust. There's eight episodes. And you go to the Beyond COVID, the Global Elites Plan for Human 2.0. There's eight episodes included in that. And the Great COVID Deception has five episodes. And then one second after you die. That's great, you guys. Subliminal Seduction. I have that. There's 14 episodes. Um, How the Mass Media Mesmerizes the Minds of the Masses. I got that. Hybrids, Super Soldiers, and the Coming Genetic Apocalypse. That's 30 episodes. I bought that one. It's fantastic. The Seals. So he talks about the Seals in, in uh, the Book of Revelation. 20 episodes included in that. And The Rapture. Don't be deceived. There are 14 episodes included in that. And, of course, you also get all of his audio books. Did the Bible really come from God? One second after you die, you get all the audio books, you guys. So I'm telling you, and of course, early access for members once filming begins. So all the prophecy bites, which I'm excited about that. Um, they've, I think it's prophecy bites, uh, B-Y-T-E-S, um, is coming sometime here pretty soon. You guys, if you got 69 bucks, I'm telling you, this is the way better than any $69 you can spend anywhere else. And let me tell you, if you've watched any of his documentaries, you can go watch a couple of, he's got them for free up there. Um, guys, he is, um, uh, awesome in media. That's what he used to do. Hollywood used to do media. He did all that stuff. And so all of his documentaries are like, um, they are fantastic. I mean, they're like watching movies. They're really, really good. And so if you have $69, I'm going to tell you, just laying around the house somewhere, <laughs> that's the best place to spend it. And folks, I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to go ahead and do that. I'm going to download these episodes and uh, do some research. And we'll be talking about those um, on Sundays, maybe. You guys tell me which one you want to hear about. Let me know. But anyway, go to GetLifeMedia.com. Um, and you can go to uh, the, it's the online videos. And that way you can go to, and it's all on Vimeo, I do believe, because most of the ones that I've bought come through Vimeo. But anyway, I just wanted to throw that up there. You know, guys, show him some love because he does so much work. So much work. So anyway, back to the article. <laughs> you know me, guys. You know me. Anyway, 
ADD squirrel. Anyway, so anyway, he says, um, if these shortages um, continue to get worse, they will drive up the prices of everything in the short term and lead to panic buying. He goes, I have read scenarios with the chaos and violence that would erupt in the U.S. if we completely run out of diesel fuel. And they sound remarkably similar to what John describes in Revelation chapter 6, verses 5 through 8. And that, if you want to know what that says, it says, and when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, Come and see. And I beheld, and lo, a black horse, and he that sat upon him had a pair of balances in his hands. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts saying, A measure of wheat for a penny. I'm going to go ahead and click on that. A measure of wheat for a penny, and see thou uh, hurt not the oil and the wine. And so that means like the rich people, it's not really going to bother them. I would say a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny and see thou hurt not the oil and the wine. And when he had opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth beast saying, come and see. And I looked and behold, a hell horse and his name that sat upon him was death and hell followed with him. And power was given unto them or the fourth part of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger and with death and with the beast of the earth. I don't go if you guys have noticed, but there's a whole lot more animal attacks, bear attacks, just crazy wild animal attacks. It's, the Bible's telling you. We're seeing a precursor like right now of what the tribulation is going to be like. We're seeing that now. And folks, this is just like a itty bitty snippet like this is nothing compared to what it's going to be like but he's kind of giving us a a, a, a kind of glimpse into it and so if you guys are awake i'm telling you if you're not saved a born again believer in christ you better get on your knees and pray to god and ask jesus to save you repent of your sin ask him to save you i'm telling you guys there's no special nothing you got to do. You just got to know that you're a sinner. If you know that you have sinned against the holy righteous God and you deserve hell. Boom. That's, that's, I mean, that's what you got to do. You got to believe that Jesus died on the cross for your sin, took our punishment upon himself. God raised him three days later from the dead and he ascended to heaven and he sits on the right hand of the throne of God because it's finished. He has completed the work. It has done his blood sacrifice. His atonement covers your sin. So you gotta know the you gotta know the gospel, folks. But anyway, number three, number three. So this is the big one. Anyway, before that, he goes. Even if we don't uh, run completely out of diesel fuel, isn't it likely that the shortages will cause much suffering as prices skyrocket for basic necessities? We see that happening right now. Everything is outrageous. Anyway, so number three, uh, record inflation that will get much worse. Inflation in the U.S. and in many European countries is already at levels not seen for almost five decades, and many predict uh, many predict this will become far worse in the months ahead. The scarcity of natural gas in Europe will not only kill a great many people but also accelerate rising prices for everyday necessities the quote below comes from a recent market watch article hedge fund giant elliott warns looming hyperinflation could lead to quote global societal collapse as the title suggests it assumes that hyperinflation lies in our future Quote, executives at leading hedge fund firm Elliott Management Corp warn that the world is heading towards the worst financial crisis since World War II. And quote, is this not exactly what Revelation 6-5 says about skyrocketing inflation early in the tribulation? We already see numerous indicators of spiraling prices increasing throughout the world, which is precisely what we would expect to see during the days leading up to what John described in Revelation chapters 6 through 18. So what call do you make on this, he says? And never 
number four, threats of World War III. The leaders of NATO and Vladimir Putin talk about the use of nuclear weapons as though it's something normal and to be expected. Some world leaders say that World War III has already started. Others say it's ever so close. Another warning of war comes from Chinese President Xi Jinping. He recently stated that China is, quote, preparing for war, unquote. Says no nation seems ready to declare war um, against this nation anytime soon. It begs the question, who is China preparing to attack and when? At any moment, the war in Ukraine might explode into a much larger conflict. We hear numerous threats of this. North Korea has stepped up both its weapons testing and threats against America. And of course, he goes, he cannot predict what will happen between now and the rapture but he says he believes that what we see is stage setting for the deadly wars that will happen after the Lord takes us home to glory. The Bible tells us that great wars will happen in uh, will happen in during the tribulation. The second rod of the apocalypse is that of war. Revelation chapter six verses three through four and eight. In the wars that he spawns will continue. I'm sorry, will contribute to the deaths of an exceptionally number of people, a total that fits with the use of nuclear weapons. He goes, do you see great wars in the near future? Well, but you, but I do. Anyway, number five, the depopulation agenda of the globalists. This is perhaps the place where we see the greatest denial. If people, even believers, do not openly say that talk of a depopulation agenda is nothing but a wild conspiracy theory, they communicate it in other ways. But is the real, but is this real or just the ramblings of doomsday purveyors? No, it's not, he says. The elite globalists of our day are not silent regarding their intent to drastically reduce the Earth population. Yuval Noah Harari, perhaps the most influential of them all, frequently describes most people as useless eaters. Harari is currently on tour promoting his latest book and saying uh, such things, or saying things such as, we don't just need the vast majority of you. We don't, we just don't need the vast majority of you. His desire to reduce population uh, is clear folks i'm going to tell you where he comes back to the useless eaters hitler said that useless eaters remember and um who was best friends with hitler mm, klaus schwab's daddy yeah mm-hmm. if you watch good life media the latest update by pastor billy crone on his website you'd know that <laughs> just saying i'm just saying anyway so harari is the right-hand man of klaus schwab and thereby has immense influence over the leaders of the world his books uh sell by the millions and he's the favorite author of many world leaders including Barack obama i document the evidence of the deadly agenda of the elite power brokers of our day in his he goes in my recent post and that is of course you you know, um, Jonathan Britton, I almost went blank there. Anyway, he goes, depopulation, the sign that tells us Jesus is appearing is at hand. Anyway, he says in Psalm 37, 14 to 15, David further exposes the deadly agenda or conspiracies of all those who promote evil. And that is the wicked have drawn out the sword and have bent their bow uh, to cast down the poor and needy and to slay such as be of upright conversation. Their sword shall enter into their own heart and their bows shall be broken. Amen and amen. He goes on to say, along with the psalmist portrayal of how evil people conspire against the wicked, please also remember what Jesus declared about Satan in John 8, 44. Ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. And of course, in John 10, 10 says, The thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and to destroy. And Jesus says, He is come that they might have life, and that they might have, have, have it more abundantly. So he is a murderer and a liar, Satan is. And he goes, I believe the, the globalists are merely minions carrying out the devil's plan to bring about the reign of this man, the Antichrist. And he says, do you agree? 
I completely agree. I do uh, remember when Daniel had prayed and prayed and prayed. And of course, you know, Michael came, the archangel came and he goes, I was held up by the prince of Persia. Hello. Anyway. Yeah, folks, these these people, Klaus Schwab and Nuval Harari and all these people, you know, they're so prideful and arrogant. Like, we're going to do all this and blah, 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 blah. We're wiser, own eyes. And you know what the Bible says about that, right? They're fools. And fire uh, and and and. and and they, they devise all these wicked, evil plans. They're just being demonically controlled, basically, is all that's going on. We'll talk a little bit about more about demon worship and stuff like that, too. Pastor Billy Crohn's in Voodoo Vampires and Demon Worship is on the rise. And that is his Wednesday um, Bible study. If you guys haven't checked it out, please do. If you haven't got his app, I'm telling you, what are you waiting for? <laughs> Go get it. Anyway, number six, the push for a one world government. So seven years ago, he says he began writing about the UN's Agenda 2030 and its push for a one world socialistic government. In response, he says he received some of the harshest uh, criticism that has ever come his way. He says one person has really called me a liar because of what he wrote regarding these things. He says now, however, this globalist push has become abundantly clear. The World Economic Forum openly calls for global governments and conducts open meetings in Davos, Switzerland, where leaders from all over the planet plan for time when a when all nations of the world unite under one banner. In the past, they held these meetings behind closed doors. Now, however, they invite the press in to record their planning sessions for the day in which they will rule over all the people of every nation. The U.S. president openly promotes the agenda of the WEF. His campaign slogan of Build Back Better was taken directly from the group the Klaus Schwab and Yuval Harari lead. In the early days um, of his administration, he sent John Kerry to the WEF to pledge America's devotion to them. God help us all. Anyway, all these things align perfectly with biblical prophecy. The books of Daniel and Revelation predict that the things we hear from the WEF will happen in the future, although briefly during the tribulation. This push for a worldwide government by 2030 aligns with God's word uh, when God's word says what will happen in the last days. Number seven, you guys, the mark of the beast. And so most people today have heard about the mark of the beast and regard the number 666 as evil, perhaps in a superstitious way, he says. But relatively few believe such a thing uh, will ever happen. It's clear that those outside of Christ reject this as a conspiracy theory or pure nonsense. But what about fellow believers? Many of them also see the mark of as something of the past or symbolic of a different reality. A great many pastors regard prophecies regarding the fulfillment of Revelation chapter 13 as conspiracy theories or part of a false doomsday scenario uh, based on an errant interpretation of Revelation. What about the elitist globalists? Although they don't use Revelation chapter 13 verses 6 to 18 terminology or believe what it says, nonetheless, it's an outcome they have been planning for a very long time in hope to bring it to fruition in the near future. He says several months ago, he wrote Transhumanism Marching Toward the Mark. In it, he says, I described in detail how the current push for transhumanism is all about setting up the Earth's population to receive the mark of the beast. He says, pay close attention to this quote from a speech by Aldous Huxley, a philosopher and author at the California Medical School in 1960. And I quote, there will be in the next generation or so a pharmacological method of making people love their servitude and producing dictatorship without tears, so to speak, producing a kind of painless concentration camp for entire societies so that people will, in fact, have their liberties taken away from them, but will rather enjoy it because they will be distracted from any desire to rebel by propaganda or brainwashing or brainwashing enhanced by pharmacological methods. And this seems to be the final revolution, unquote. Or the final solution, if you want to go back to what Hitler said. Anyway, 
Though spoken over 60 years ago, these words represent the blueprint from which the globalists operate today. What Huxley talked about in 1961 has now become a reality. Pharmaceutical methods are fast becoming the way by which elite globalists are now seeking to change human DNA and later combine them with machines. Globalists such as Klaus Schwab talk openly about transhumanism and now and how the combining of machines with humans will be the final step in the evolution of mankind. Joe Biden recently signed an executive order promoting transgenderism in the U.S. Those who operate under the banner of see no evil in our world miss how the technology for this now exists for the first time since the Lord revealed this to the Apostle John almost 2,000 years ago. Never before in history has Revelation chapter 13 to 16, which I will tell you right now, says, And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man uh, might buy or sell save he that has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name, of course, is 666. Anyway, men have been so close to fulfillment. Through artificial intelligence, one person is now able to determine a worldwide basis um, the parameters for who is able to buy and sell or not. Before, he says, it would have required a vast multitude of people to pull this off, but no longer. And so, yeah, with AI, folks, this is all easily done artificial intelligence anyway the words of john in revelation chapter 13 are ready to leap off the page into reality he says and i agree the current planning of the elite is all about preparing people for the coming day when they will receive an injection of sorts that will enable able them to control all who receive it he says so please note he says that this will not happen until at the midpoint of the tribulation long after jesus has taken us up into glory in the place he's prepared for us yes folks revelation three and a half years uh when the abomination of desolation occurs this is it's all it's like three and a half years into the tribulation that's when it turns into the great tribulation but anyway so he goes on to say conspiracy theories or spoiler alerts he says what say you conspiracy theories or spoiler alerts perhaps he says i made my views a little too obvious he says despite the openness concerning their agenda the globalists are the ones with the most to gain from people regarding their plans as conspiracy theories the more who see their agenda as mere conspiracy theories the better it is for them because it results in little to no resistance to their agenda on the other hand, believers that regard these seven items listed above as descriptions of what Scripture says the world would look like just before the start of the day of the Lord recognize the nearness of Jesus' appearing to take us home. And we rightly recognize that Jesus is right at the door, ready to take us home to his Father's house in heaven. Amen. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. So he goes on to say, um, the Bible tells us that the rapture will happen quickly. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 50 through 54, which is now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep. We shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. Yes, folks. We are waiting for that. And the Lord's wrath uh, will fall suddenly upon the world. That's first Thessalonians chapter five, verses one through Three. Yes, guys. Oh, my gosh. It says, but of that time and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I write unto you. For you yourselves know perfectly well that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall have peace and safety, then sudden destruction come upon them. Yes, folks. As travailing upon a woman with a child, and they shall not escape. Guys, 
Well, I'm going to tell you, get in the Word of God, let the Word of God get into you. Anyway, we do not know how much longer we will wait for Jesus appearing, but we know that it will be a day just like any other when rather suddenly we find ourselves in glory with our dear Savior, folks. That is Colossians chapter 3, 4. And he goes, if after reading this article, he says, you still believe that he is a conspiracy theorist, him full nut, or one utterly susceptible to doomsday scenarios. He goes, please read the articles that he's referenced above. And folks, we will go back and read those articles uh, later on today, probably tomorrow. Um, I do go to my new job tonight, so I'll be working 6p to 2 a.m. So when I get home this morning, um, I will probably get some stuff together and throw that up there, and uh, we'll read some more articles for that. But folks, um, as of right now, I'm telling you, you better get in the Word of God and let the Word of God get into you because Jesus is coming soon and you do not want to be left behind. Anyway, guys, with that, I'm going to get off of here. Uh, may the Lord bless you, keep you. May his face shine upon you. And may he give us boldness to speak during these days, these evil days. You guys, thanks so much for listening. Um, I really do appreciate you guys' prayers, you guys' support. I'll tell you, I am so thankful for that. I'm just overwhelmed, just overwhelmed with joy. Um, guys, anyway, I, I, I hope this episode blessed you guys. I hope it um, encouraged you. And I hope if you're not a believer and you've listened all the way to the end, I hope, I hope that the Holy Spirit is convicting you right now. And, uh, you know, today's the day of salvation, the Lord says. But anyway, with that, I'm really going to get off here, guys. So anyway, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each. And every one of you await our great God and Savior's appearing, Jesus Christ. We are waiting. We are waiting for His appearing. Anyway, thank you, guys.